However, in real life. Oh, I need pilot. <laughs> It means pilot. It's got to have pilot, man. It's like this adventure, no handouts. So, that's 15, 25. Are we set? Yeah, it's recording now. Let's jiggle the turbo. Yes, love hands doing that. Um, yeah, I drive cars and fly planes. Great. I have loads of money and I'm cool. Right. <laughs> so, as, as a death wish, also. Yes, yes, yes I, I do. As a matter of How many hit points does everyone have? Lindsay's uh, worrying she's I only got like eight. 17. Wow, that's tough, actually. Oh, 17. Yes, this is Paul's Don't get shot. It's a rule for life. Don't be shot. Dual proficiency in both types of shotgun at 80%. It's got one in each hand. Yeah. <laughs> Sawed off and normal shotgun for close quarters. Yeah. Yeah. He likes to keep his pistol for close quarters. And a variety quarters. of interesting weapons. We have, uh, we have tried to find shotguns used for range. Don't think we've got anything <laughs> less serious. No, there's not much in the way of plans. If they're more than five feet away, I use the shotgun. If they're within five feet, I use the sawn off. Any closer, I use the pistol. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so within five feet, you can kiss them. Ooh, you know, they're a bit close, I think, actually. Um, what's, the, what's the nickname of your character again? Okay. Is that still? The nickname. The nickname? Wheels. Wheels. It was wheels, but now it should be wings as well, surely. Now it's you've decided to... Fly boy. Fly boy. Or the kamikaze. Um... <laughs> Well, we have that yet, unfortunately. Well, we have, because it was 12th century, yeah. I suppose, but it's not really gotten popular culture now, has it? <laughs> Education. This is a prime Education, yeah. time to. Yeah, anyone who knows people. about uh, Kubrickan's attempted uh, invasion of Japan. <laughs> but everyone well, knows it. It was a bit windy, so we went home. <laughs> it was a bit windy. <laughs> <Yeah>. Konnichiwa. <laughs> Konnichiwa, Karen. Episodes of insanity. Well, um, <coughs> where to start? Um, <laughs> right. Okay, that's fine. No, I'm happy. Run, baby. So we've got the love hand of Tindalos guarding the uh, yes, decky thing. Right. For a few again. For a few at home, the love hand of Tindalos is in bad sanity blasting. Do I have to roll for my son loss now or later? I particularly like the kind of fuzzy red heart it's holding. You know, it's kind of like really. Okay, it's looking at me. I must say that um, it's dancing. Toy Vault has done a very good rendition of uh, it's got those dead Finn's winning eyes. entry there, I think. Yes. Yeah, where, where are where are our Cthulhu? It should be. I think it's um, got worms. I, don't know. It I, think, <laughs> I think you have to take that up with Toy Vault actually yeah. as to what's actually happened to them. We won't comment on the fact that all three of us happen to live in the same town. But uh, yeah, I, c- I can spare three thousand books for Bloodline. No worries. It's, really it's a travel It's a travel by 2000. You'll be dead depressed to know this adventure just set in one room, won't you? No plane into it! I'll kill them! Is that a one seater plane? Because there's no damn way I'm getting I'm sure, I'm sure there's a lot of normal two based on that. It's a It's an actual one room. Right. Shall we assume that you all know each other and have some kind of relative investigative experience just to expedite the beginning? Are we happy with that? Or would you like to draw you together in some convoluted plot involving some dead relative? Not at 20 to 3 in the afternoon. No, it's a little bit early in the morning for that sort of thing. (laughs) Um, (laughs) No, no convoluted plot. Not to put too far away. Convoluted way, we'll just ignore them usually. We'll get together regardless. I'm I'm fairly easy to get to know because, well, I I spend lots of money and I'm flash and I'm 
on the television. Well, makes the happy assumption that through various links, probably through family dead jobs, then all knew each other well enough, and you all do this kind of thing. That's fine. We have the okay, technology, archaeologist, an engineer, an author, a boxer, <laughs> and a pilot. <laughs> pilot race car driver. Death wish. Okay. I'm the first in a long line of adrenaline journalists. <laughs> then you're not the one that's going to get the phone call. <laughs> <laughs> Helen is, as she is the author. You get a phone call from a Mr. Pickman. Mr. Pickman? Yes. He's a landlord of a house in central Boston. He explains that the former tenants were involved in a horrible, horrible tragedy, and he wishes to understand the mysterious happenings which happened therein and set matters straight. Something horrible that he won't discuss over the phone would like to meet you. And all of your good adventuring buddies. Oh, uh, we fly to Boston. <laughs> You're in. Uh, is that, is that from Taipei or <laughs> I will ring my adventuring buddies and tell them what's up. The game is afoot. Lashings and lashings of ginger beer. Hooray! Hurrah. Oh, sorry. Well, I'm American, I think. Actually, I haven't yeah. got a You're American, you put it wrong. My, my character <laughs> doesn't actually have a birthplace. They just seem to come out of nowhere. You um, popped into existence popped out into of a heart-shaped rift that the Tindalosian lovehound created. That's now cocking its leg on your <laughs> anniversary <laughs> edition of the <laughs> book at the moment, <laughs> yes. You're going to have to book a picture of that. You're a sick man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> the Tindalosian lovehound is immune to <laughs> bullets. <laughs> yeah, come on. Um, there's no hole, yes, well, that's a different kind of website. It defies Euclidean geometry, what are you expecting a hole? I mean, come on. Um, Mr. Pickman gives you the address of his house in downtown Boston, okay. where you can go and meet him and discuss. He's willing to pay, he says. It's just down in Boston. It's in the 1920s, everywhere's a good kind of downtown, unless yeah. you're Unless really, it's actually really poor. Yeah. yeah. In which case, well, you don't How much is he willing to pay? Not that we're ruthless. ruthless <laughs> 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 you arrive at Mr. Pickman's house. Mr. Pickman is a short, fat, bald Um, He answers his door. Hello, Mr. Pickman. I'm Doris Harrington Smythe. And these are my associates. Hello. Nice I'm to meet you. Do, do you come into the sitting room? <laughs> um, would, would you like some tea? Tea would be lovely, thank you. He, he wanders off and makes some tea. I'm afraid I can't really fold the housekeeper. Yeah, right. uh, he puts the tea down. We are the four trailing behind. Not very suspicious. Clacking with guns. <laughs> <laughs> Several shotguns sticking out your back. Like this, it's, it's in my Since you have a Saturday night special, it's still cooked. That's an accent. That's not a Saturday night special. That's a 38. That's a big thing. I think my, my, my accent is more of a kind of English New England accent. Yes. There's a sort of difference between a Saturday night and a 38. Would you like to have a jolly, jolly description of what Mr. Pickering sees when he looks at the detail? I'd rather not. Go on. Do it. Introductions. Steel. Um, <laughs> name says it all. Really. Rakish little moustache. Um, he's wearing a fly jacket um, with fluffy bits on it. The name which I forget. Um, Remember those trousers with the sticky out sort of thighs? <laughs> yes. Probably stop you blacking out. No. Stop you blacking out. 
Yeah, they're um, anti-blackout pants. <laughs> <laughs> no, really, they have those. Yeah, I'm, I'm not they, just they making them now in fighter play. Pull like eight or nine G. Yeah, yeah let's put more around your groin region. Okay, maybe it starts you blacking out. I don't know. Um, oh, very good. Um, he, he looks physically quite average. Uh, he's well dressed, but he looks good. Um, if we had movie stars, he'd look movie star good. Do you have a really starchy scarf that hangs flies out the back? Um, no. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, I'm not just a pilot, but right now he's wearing a, a flight jacket just to make yeah. a bit of a style. It's statement. basically John Peasant riding boots, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, Viggles on a day off. Viggles on a holiday. Well, he's not big, he's not strong, but he just exudes manliness. I did not say he's wearing a thong and oiled up. He, he looks manly, distinguished, um, upstanding. Just like exuding a thong and oiled up your idea of someone who exudes manliness. <laughs> I think it's Hal's idea of manliness. Ben Martingale. <laughs> Um, boxer, damn fine boxer, built like a brick, like a boxer, out, 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 you heavyweight, um, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I probably made quite a lot of my money betting on him, because yeah, he is actually the lead, <laughs> currently dressed in a ill-fitting suit, very difficult to get suits that fit, kind of like Chris Eubanks, <laughs> yes, but with slightly better dress <laughs> <laughs> and a better English accent. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, Doris Harrington Smythe is a slimly built, attractive woman. Um, she's quite stylishly dressed. Um, she's around thirty um, and English. Hey, uh, oh yes, Patrick Scaife, the quote engineer, aka Mr. Dynamite for current purposes, I think. And, hey, I didn't roll this character off, this is one of Paul's characters. So, you know. He has a lot to answer for. He has a lot to answer for, you can always tell it's one of his characters. If you the do not do this section on the website. <laughs> yeah, do not do this. The double shotgun skill at 80%, I think, kind of gives it away. But what are you doing for a living? I, I kill things. <laughs> yes. oh, I'm a quote engineer who has easy access to that kind of thing. I am a oh, fairly good looking, I'd say about 5'10, 27 year old man with the. I do like the boater. Yes, the straw boater. The, the downloaded uh, nice image you got that, from, the, uh, from uh-huh. the silentmovies.com website or whatever it is. You know, just download it to buy athletes. And uh, I now live, well, I was just born in Boston, scribbled that in because there's no background information whatsoever. Very good. And. Uh, I have and guns and no history. I have guns and no history. <laughs> I am the silent gunman. <laughs> but I do have 17 hit points. Woo! Don't want to stand in your shadow. Actually, that's more than the he boxer. He likes to kill <laughs> yeah, Engineering's a tough business, I'm good enough you know, not to get hit. Okay. Why do hit points go up to 43? Interesting. Yeah. always win the blue. Or like who has a PC character sheet rather than saying he eats you. You're more than I do. But so yes, I'm sure it's very interesting and valid character that will flesh 
out. Flush out during the rest of the game. Let's, let's hope so. Eh? One or the other. My, my Is he affluent or he's going to run screaming at something and have it in And so on to Miss Leakey. Yes. Mary Leakey, very famous archaeologist, 32, so just getting started. Um, Not a famous archaeologist. Yeah. <laughs> Very famous, but in very small circles. Um, <laughs> relatively attractive, relatively well proportioned lady wearing uh, lots of very light canvas sort of safari type gear and a very nice big hat. Do you have a pith helmet? Are we playing? Are we playing a stereotype here? Bomber jacket, pith helmet. Boxing gown with shorts, big gloves, you know. Dynamite. Sizzling. Who are these people walking to? Well, these people. No, I would not walk it's, 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 it's the latest in fashion, but dynamite jacket. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, it's always a bit risky when you're having a smoke. <laughs> these people walk into your house Fancy like stereotypes from beyond hell. It's like, oh my god. Well, we've, all, we've, all, we've all seen League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. We do, we have, and, and we're not extraordinary at all. Not very far from gentlemen. Well, the film is pretty rubbish, actually. Mind you, neither was Agent Sawyer, if you remember. No. So, yes. Okay. You sit down. Wasn't you helping? Yeah, sat around and yeah. um, went on a raft once. Yeah. yeah. And he painted a fence. No, he got other people to paint He learned martial arts by painting a fence. He's a leader. He's a wanker. Anyway, a leader, anyway. <laughs> a leader of picket fence painters. <laughs> I'm sure there's a plot in here somewhere. Let's get to it. Yes, there is. We're sitting in the. Well, I'm so glad you came. I would. Oh, I'm feeling very. Um, well, nervous about the house. I, I think it's haunted. You do look nervous, so I can tell by the way you're rubbing your hands together. Yes, I tell nervous. Nervous. you think the house is haunted? I, I, well, that's not good. No one will live in it, obviously. I'd like to get some money for my property. Um, well, yes, and I, 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 I would suggest that there's something strange occurring there. You're looking a little tense, first of all. Cigar? No, thank you. And obviously yes, you rang Miss Harrington Smythe because her well-known writings and horror... Yes, of course. It was, it was, it was in the papers that, that she was releasing a book on a similar... Well, I thought at least she may be interested. I'd heard that she had had sort of um, dealings with this kind of thing in the past in relation to her... Well, yes. Yes. And we, being her long-standing friends that she has met on her other researches for books, of course have come along with her. Madam, there we go. Um, right. Do Stand. I know you well enough to know what I should keep far away from you? Uh, probably a little. If you're going to light that well, cigar, yeah, um, yeah, I, I, I light my big cigar and often pack around to change. As the quote says, "Of course, I know what I'm doing. I have yet to blow us up." So there we go. We've probably been playing for half an hour. What I would like is is to be able to rent rent out the property without provoking any kind of tragedy. My old tenants were were, were the Macaro family. Macaro. They moved in in 1918. In the summer, and they were, they were a reasonably happy family. Um, however, the year after they moved in, the, the father had a, had a serious accident, um, and, and shortly thereafter, he went violently insane. Um, he was committed, and within the last month, the mother, he, she, she sadly followed suit, unfortunately. Both, both babbled of some kind of haunting thing with burning eyes and inexplicable events in the house, and, well, None of them would enter the upstairs bedrooms, and I heard rumours of the house being haunted before I bought it, but, well, it was just so cheap, and you know, no one would rent it, and, well, I'm hoping that by getting someone famous like yourself to, to come and cleanse the house, that, that Pip, hopefully someone will rent it again. I'm, I'm sure I could take it off your hands for a consideration. Well, 
Well, no, well I really need the money, I'm afraid. It's oh, really what, 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 what price are we talking about? Well, I don't really want to sell it. Stop uh, bloody circumventing the plot, you bastard. I want it to be my haunted house. Tourist attraction, now available. Exactly! You're not thinking right. No, I'm not an entrepreneur, I'm a race car driver. How can I service one house into a race car? It means nothing more than, say, say, sounds in the attic or rats or anything. It's something coming from yourself would, would be greatly appreciated, even if it is just a recommendation letter. What you're saying is that you want us to prove that it's not the house that made them go violently insane. Yes, and if, if, if it is the house, I would like to fix it. <laughs> Don't call me Mr. Dynamite for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, I have issues with that in my house. Thank you very much. Um, I'm, willing to offer, I'm willing to offer a $20 a day and, and a $100 bonus when, when you can give my property a clean bill of health. Is that $20 a day each or is it group? Well, group right. yes. well, I have no money according to this guy. I'm just curious as to why. <laughs> this, is guns. <laughs> this is a fine flintlock pistol. Look, I tell you. Absolutely genuine monster hunting pistol. Could you stop waving it in my eyes? Sorry. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, Oops, sorry. Yes. <laughs> oh, my left ear. You had a question? Um, yeah, exactly. Why, why are you paying this money for this? Well, uh, do you think it would be fair to ask to do it for free? Oh, I haven't got anything else to do this weekend. Well, Shh, it's all right. We'll, we'll just... No, 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 no. We'll take the money. He, he, he just needs a bit of... Yes. Yeah, anyway. That. Consider it a returner, then. Yeah. And here, here you are. Do, do you agree? Let's have a chat amongst ourselves. What do you reckon? Yeah, fine. Yeah. Well, what's the worst that could happen? I mean, we could all go screaming insane and yeah. kill people. But what's really going to make us go screamingly insane in a, in a cheap rental house? In well, there are Central all manners Boston. of ghosts in the world. Ooh, tell us more. So what could actually make us go screamingly insane? Yes, I'm sensing what I think. Why are quite attractive? You're still a bit dappy and mental. Um, so this woman survived the end of the world. I'm just getting on a bit. That's what I'm thinking. So yeah, I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I Absolutely nothing. It's easy money. We go in, we sort it out, we say, here's the letter saying it's absolutely fine, and we just take the cash and have a party. We'll get some rat poison. I suppose it's a beer, money. That's all you need. Well, let's get some rat poison, a tape recorder, and some crowbars. Beer money. 1920s America. Sarsaparilla <laughs> money. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Sorry, yeah. Root beer money, I think. Yes, yes, that's what I meant. <laughs> I meant root, root beer, beer money. money. <laughs> I wish to spend it on healthful, wholesome beverages. None of those demon alcohol things. No. Or a large number of cough medicine bottles. No. Okay. Laudanum? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hashish, heroin, cocaine, whichever you prefer. No Just alcohol. No alcohol. <laughs> okay. I think it's one of my other sources of income or possibly <laughs> my other outgoing. You've been siphoning off the fuel from your car again, haven't you? <laughs> yeah. Naughty, naughty. Special high octane. So, so this house we're in now is not the. No, no, this is just Pickman's house. Okay. Mr. Pickman gives you a set of keys, 
and address on a piece of paper and a fifty dollar returner. Thank you. Here's the keys. Okay, thank you. Ooh, Foley's sound effect. He's paper. Pass that over a bit further, I'll take it. Dance for me, dance! Jumping for dollars. There's something very wrong about that. So, what are you doing? Um, well, let's go, let's go to let's go to front of the neighbourhood hardware store. What time is it? It's the morning. Hardware store. Okay. And how far away is the house? Um, in case we want to take the floorboards and find mysterious things underneath them. Is it in a nice part of town? Yeah. You do need to put some. Rat poison. Rat poison and some traps. It's not very well off the plastic. And big oil lamps. Standard lamps. Not standard. Gentlemen, in a hardware store. We may be some time. No, there's no bells and lightning, unfortunately. It's just. the engineer should go. Yeah. Are you going to go and look? I think I think the engineer thinks, uh, Mr. Scaife, uh, we all think we should buy we've, stuff. We've agreed, we had a chat about this. And I think we've all agreed we need to go to a hardware shop. Yes. So that we can buy some necessary items. Okay, you go to a hardware shop. Okay. Nails are us. Nails are us. You save DIY Boston. Yes. So, um, okay. Um, okay. Are we going to my Want some rope? No. <laughs> okay. How much does it cost me in brogues to traffic police? <laughs> what we need is one of those kind of white dwarf '67 backpacks. You know, just lists absolutely everything from the marbles through to the tacks. Yeah. yeah, a crowbar, some some big hammers. Do right. right. you want to write this down? So a uh, tinny lamp, in fact, I was thinking. Crowbar. Torch, a torch each. Do we have a torch each? No. 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 Look, the women haven't come to the hardware. Oh, yeah. All right, that's it, right. <laughs> we'll have a torch. Um, torch heart, for each um, man. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, some rope. Yeah. Rope. rope. I don't know why. It's not for hanging the women. <laughs> Hog tie and a murder. <laughs> um, what else? Uh, ball bearings. <coughs> a big I'm glad this is only on tape. A big bag of relatively small <laughs> ball bearings. Okay. Why? So we can strap into his dynamite jacket for extra damage. So if something nasty is following you, you throw them on the ground and it trips up. If it's a ghost, then we don't use a ball bearing. That's a mild test. Engineers like ball bearings, so... I'm an anti personnel suicide bomber for their not good. Have you been watching Swordfish? He is Mr. Dynamite. <laughs> oh yeah, I hadn't thought of that. No actually. bags of ball bearings. Oh come on. <laughs> okay, you can have bags Thank of you. Um, but no strapping in an armoured jacket. No, yeah. no. Um, large box, box, of, yeah, box of rat Box of rat poison okay. and some rat traps. Rat poison and rat um, traps. Some poison. nails and a hammer. And a big hammer, like a 12 pounds latch. Yeah, because yeah, once we've ripped the floorboards out to put the poison down, we've got to put them back in play. With a 12 pound sludge. 12 pound sludge. You never know when a 12 pound sludge could come in handy. That's true. Um, um, that is a 12 pound hammer you've got, not a 12 pound sledge. A 12 pound sledge hammer. Half a dozen sledge dogs. Some huskies and. Uh, merch, merch. A couple of polar bears. North Mountains of Madness. A bulk line. Um, that would take an awful lot of time to record on. Yes. One day, when we have the gigabyte edge. A camera. Oh, I don't know. Oh, a camera. <laughs> You're sitting in the car just for saying. In a hardware shop. 
Well, no, we can go get one when we're somewhere else, though. Why do we want a camera? This okay. is just stuff I we're just buying. want it so rat poison. So we, we can take some photographs of, of the rats or the horrific sanity uh, destroying ghosts. Rats. So you can share the sandlot. <laughs> sanity Look what we saw. <laughs> I don't think anyone's got the photography skill to take. <laughs> so I've got photography at 10. Miss, Miss Leakey yeah. has a camera. Yeah. Miss Leakey has a camera. Okay, cool. That's okay. Um, medium machine gun? <laughs> not from the Sand hardware ba- Sandbags. Although it is 1920, not from the hardware store. Oh, yes, um, it would probably be worse to procure some form of firearm in case we become violently ins- No, I, I think it's good to leave our firearms at home. Well, I always carry around some of my personal collection of antique and historical firearms, like this Bidlock. Aha! Okay, um, see, there are two approaches we could take. One of them is to leave all of our firearms and dangerous weapons at home, or we want us to have everyone thoroughly armed. But since we're Americans, <laughs> I say we go down that gun shop! Yes! Hey, everyone. You buy guns, that's fine. Let's carry on. Yes, we buy guns. You are fully equipped. Okay. With anything we could conceivably need? Pretty much. Half a dozen maxim guns? Physically, if not mentally. But yes. anyway, off we go. Alright, I'm waiting for a £500 bomb. <laughs> Where are we heading? Well, the house, presumably. Well, not really. Look, look, look. Can't we just unlock the door, wander around a bit, take a couple of photographs, leave, and then do a nice write-up in the local paper about how it's not haunted at all? (coughs) Sounds good to me. But if it's really a ghost, we'll become violently insane and kill one another. No, no, it took the family years, well, months, before they went violently insane. They're going to be there for an hour or two. They actually have no specifics on what actually happened. Come on, Mr. Wheels, where's your sense of adventure? Well, perhaps the ladies could look it up in the newspaper no, while they're buying hardware. Yes, while they're buying hardware. <laughs> okay, hardware. where are you going? The library. The library. The main library. With stupid glass ceiling. Would you like to <laughs> <see> the library <laughs> use scroll? What? Oh, the last time Doris went to the library, oh. she was with Bookburn and Martingale, the ugly In Boston. Boxer. Boston Public Library, bad, bad time. And the man was very rude, ruined my shoes. Oh no. <laughs> but later they library bought me new ones. You should <laughs> know that. And tell me I if just stepped on the fire to put it out because the library was My book was dangerously flammable. <laughs> I won't hear another word okay. against my uncle. <laughs> Your uncle is dangerously flammable. <laughs> Don't let right. How long are you searching for? Oh, right. Well, they're probably hours. Well, basically, each roll of library and the takes an hour of looking. Well, so, in your first roll, terribly bad, you would find fire out roll. I'm sure it wasn't full of sanity blasting knowledge. 1835, a prosperous merchant built the house, but immediately fell ill and sold it to Mr. Walter Corbett, Esquire. That name sounds familiar. Corbett. Like Ronnie Corbett. But not twin sounds quite Oh, Matthew Corbett. Or Robbie Corbett. Evil Corbett. The evil Corbett family. That's your first hour of research in the library. You got your second roll. You want for a second one? Second hour. Lindsay finds that in 1852, Walter Corbett is sued by neighbours who petitioned to force him to leave the area in consequence of his serious habits and inauspicious demeanour. 
That sounds rather juicy. He was a naughty, naughty man. A bad lady. A bad monkey. He had a bad monkey? Yes, he had a very bad monkey. No, he was so very bad. What did he do? Right. Anything any is an idea or anything like that? What specifically did he do? Don't know, you're in the hardware store. Hooray! <laughs> I am don't, don't care either. In your Mortal second bearings, hour, everyone. assume you passed that role. Evidently, Corbett must have won his lawsuit. His obituary in 1866 states that he still lived at the same house. While dead. It also, <laughs> well, yes, he died at yeah. the house. It also states that a second lawsuit was being waged to prevent Corbett from being buried in his basement as provided by his will. Hmm. However, no outcome to the second lawsuit is recorded. Hmm. All of those are in the newspapers in the archives in the library. That was the one thing I forgot. The shovel pick is serves two purposes. One that digs up mysteries and one that buries party members. We're still in the uh, hardware shop. Yes. Okay. You finish in the hardware shop. All back. Okay. You meet up. Oh, nice car. Anywhere oh, else you're trying? Uh, uh, information. I will first of all tell the rest of the party. Yes. Oh no, we're equipped with shuffles actually. Now. We're equipped with everything we need. Pickaxes. We'll just assume your trunk is full of things. So there's no information on where he was actually buried. No. Well. There's no information in the library about where he's actually buried. The halls of records office. Hall of records might have his burial record. Yeah. The halls of records! To the hall of records! Big, big sandstone type building. And then we stop for lunch. Yes. <laughs> With a successful library, you've grown. Where's dice? Oh, yes. Fantastic. Very good. What's the library? Civil court records show that the executor of Walter Corbett's will was Reverend Michael Thomas, pastor of the Chapel of Contemplation and Church of Our Lord, granter of secrets. Where's that? The Chapel of Contemplation <laughs> Just gives us and Church of Our Lord, granter of secrets. Granter of secrets? I didn't know Our Lord was granter of secrets. That's uh, interesting. So you have a postal address. You cross-reference this with the Register of Churches and note that the, that the Chapel of Contemplation was closed in 1912. Any reason? They were wrong. <laughs> Sick in the head, twisted, human Is there any other records you'd like to check? Michael Thomas still alive? Uh, no. Probably not. He's probably long dead. The Protestant is probably long dead. Who was his successor? Tell where Walter Corbett's estate went. Where his estate? Relative. Who inherited his? Um, no. He was. It was donated to this church, basically. Who was? Who was the last registered pastor of the Church of? He was our Lord Grant of Secrets. He was our friend here. Michael really Thomas. Where's he? <laughs> Where's he now? Sorry. What? He's dead. He's dead. He's passed away. As okay. when the church sort of crumbled away and he sort of disappeared from record. Do you have an address in the church? 
Yes, there is an address for the church. Not likely. Uh, no. No. No, because the guy who buried him is dead. And his church. The church might be still there. I just all looked up and dusted. Oh, we do get an address for the where the church was. Okay. Okay. Uh, we dine in the finest restaurant in Boston. Okay, you do. It's <laughs> Mama's still alive. It's, it's yeah. called the Frazzled Clam, and it's fantastic. Mm. Yeah. Exactly. Excellent. Yeah. You're not just making it up, are you? No.